Welcome to the second part of our four-part series on KCBS judging a barbecue. Uh, we're here with Jeremy and Charlie, and we're moving on to the next section, which is ribs. And Doc, Matt Love, is actually going to be coming up here. He's going to bring us his uh, attempt at ribs. And Matt, Matt is actually a, uh, a first-time uh, participant on our team, so he's kind of a newbie here. So rake him over the coals, victimize him. We'll bring so we, we really need to him have him step up uh, and uh, score some points for us. So Matt's going to come down and uh, bring the presentation here. So uh, Matt, if you would, let's see what you got. Now, Matt, while, while we're doing this, uh, did you, you can just set it on the side. Did you do uh, spare ribs, uh, St. Louis style? Yep, St. Louis style. Okay. And, and Jeremy, Charlie, you want to chime in on that real quick? What is the difference between the uh, baby back spare ribs... St. Louis style, all that stuff. Baby baby backs come from the upper part of, of the ribs, uh, the, towards the towards the spine of the hog. Um, baby backs generally are more known for having more meat. Uh, they're smaller. They're going to be more curved. The bone's going to be more curved. So as you're as you're plating it, putting it in the box, you need to keep that in mind. You don't want to stack it too high so the box won't close. Uh, spare ribs generally don't have as much meat, but they're be- they're more known for having uh, better flavor. Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of 50-50. And, and, and over our competition lifetime, I've kind of gone back and forth. Yeah, Charlie's um, our rip man. And I and I do I'm back onto uh, onto uh, baby backs. Um, the thing about doing spares, and, and I was glad to hear that the, with the St. Louis cut, if you do spares. Cutting them St. Louis, and that's basically taking the, the, the ribs and, and kind of squaring them off and making that more of a rectangle shape. That's going to help your ribs be equal length. And, you, and generally, you'll cut from the middle part of the ribs and leave the, the ends alone. Um, but that will help you to make them more uniform if you cut them St. Louis style. But, yeah, so I, I kind of go back and forth. And I would say on the competition circuit, it's probably 50-50. I mean, you'll it talk is. to some people. They like spares, some like. but yeah. I, I know when I go out to eat, and this is just – you know, commercial restaurants. I prefer the spare ribs mm-hmm. uh, to the baby backs, but I, just because I think I get more for my money. But, mm-hmm. but okay, so let's let's ch- uh, go in on with this. Uh, this is uh, you said baby backs. No, these just uh, these just say loose spares. All right, we got the uh, first up is the appearance. So walk us through the appearance here. Uh, the first thing I'm going to say that is he turned his ribs in upside down. So, <laughs> okay, uh, I see the flap meat, and I'm looking. I see a couple of paint strokes in them. And that's one of the things you look for as a competition judge is you want to see the bark. You want to see uh, them turn upside correctly. And you want to see uh, the uh, smoke ring. Uh, I can Okay, and before we go into that, smoke ring for those uninitiated is what? Just a uh, brief uh, description. It's a chemical reaction term. between the nitrates on the uh, meat and the uh, moisture and smoke in the, the uh, smoke chamber. Which actually creates a visible ring that is pink. And it's then a pink. Red. It's about a fourth of an inch deep. Anything other than that uh, might be artificially created. That's for another podcast. <laughs> bunch of cheaters again. All right. So, okay. So, we're, we're looking at it. Uh, brush strokes. We, uh, uh, the flat part of the meat. Uh, bark. What else? It does look moist. It de- yeah, it definitely. The, the color looks good. Yeah, I, I can see some of the brush strokes, but that's that's an easy fix. But I think the color looks good. 
you know, like Jeremy said, they're upside down. I still don't think even you definitely want to turn them meat side, turn them in meat side up. But even for upside down, I don't think it looks horrible. I mean, no. I don't think this would get a bad score. No, I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, what about we're looking at this and we see that the the meat has pulled away from the the ends of the bone here? Yeah, is, that's, is, that's, that's, that's that's what is that? Playing. Okay, yeah. what is that? What is that an indicator of? <clears throat> that means that it, you should be getting a, a, a tender rack of ribs. Okay. Also, when you look at it. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, people at home can't see this. It looks like it came from one rack of rib mm-hmm. instead of they took a couple of racks of ribs and they pulled out the best pieces and put them in the box. Which is uh, – you're going to get knocked for that? or You will get knocked for that. Okay. So they, the judges want to see that you cooked a solid piece of meat. It, it's all about uniformity and, and, and symmetry okay. um, in the box. So, yeah, like you can see, like Jeremy was saying, you can kind of see the little flap right here. Which, being upside down, you're going to see that. But it does look uniform. You can tell these all came from the same rack. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the, the meat pulling away from the bone, like Jeremy said, it, it's an indication that it's, it's going to be a tender um, a tender uh, rib. And I think they, they all look uniform. They're all pulled away from the bone the same way. It's very symmetrical looking. You definitely want, you know, if you don't have a rack, you don't want to turn in some ribs that are pulled away from the bone and some don't. All six ribs here have pulled away from the bone, so like it's very that's symmetrical. Right. Yeah. And I, I think in past competitions that uh, when we've done ribs, that we've actually done that where we've mixed and matched kind of some of them, and so they, <laughs> they know has, right away. That's happened on 18th yeah. yeah. And it's okay. tough. It's tough. So, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you don't, it, it's hard to, yeah, find, you know, ribs that are all from the same rack if they, you know, if you can't, you know, some, sometimes things happen. We knew a guy who turned in uh, three pieces of briskets from different briskets. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 How do you got to do? You know, I, you know, I did you know, uh, yeah, pulled you pork. You know, pulled pork's a little different because it it's is. all shredded because sure. I just I shrubbed it all in there. But all right, so what are we, what are we going to judge it on on the appearance here? And again, no hard, no hard feelings. You know, Doc may go upstairs and cry, but this is about us getting better. So uh, give it to him. It still looks good. I'm going to give that to Doc. It still looks good. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. It's got all the things that I'm looking for. It looks like it's moist. It looks like it's from the same rack of ribs. Like you said before, the, all the uh, ribs, uh, meat, the meat has pulled away from the bone. It looks like it's a very tender. It's, fish, it's visually appealing. I, I'm going to give it a, a seven. Okay. Charlie, you're the rib man. I would also give it a seven, and I, I commend Doc for this because, like I said, <laughs> the first thing I did notice was the ribs being upside down. But it could have gone much worse being upside down. But for I would, actually, I'm kind of curious. I want to flip it over and see yeah. if it looks like meat side, <laughs> yeah. meat side. I just see how good it looks. So what's he really high? Yeah, but, yeah. but but yeah, for for I would give it. I, I would give it definitely a seven. Okay, yeah, so solid seven. All right, so let's go. Uh, Zach, what are you going to give it? Uh, you know, I'm 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 inexperienced at this, but I think it's a good looking rib. It's pulled away. Uh, it, it's got kind of that nice sheen to it. Uh, I look at it as something like. Some of them that I've seen, they look like they just look like lollipops, yes. and that just looks gross. Yes. Uh, to me, this looks like meat, and it looks like it's been smoked, and it so it'll be a good taste. And it doesn't have that look that it's. I'm going to pick it up and shake it, and it's just going to drop right off the bone. That's true. I, I know a lot of people that when they want it from the backyard, they want it just falling off the bone. I, I like my ribs that have a little bit of. I hate these meat to it. I mean, they got they can stand up. They it's something I can right. taste, and it's not something that's just mush. I'll say this: They have a very caveman-like appeal. Yes, they've got the bone. You just oh, kind of feel like a Fred Flintstone. You yeah. just want to, like, you know, grab it off there. And one thing before, as we're getting ready to to, to pull them off, and I'll mention this too as we get into um, to taste. And this really would apply to ribs and brisket. Probably not so much chicken and pork because you're cutting the meat from one bigger piece of meat. Mm-hmm. When you're cutting 
ribs and brisket. You want to make sure that you cut them clean through because the judges are trained as you're pulling your rib off or when we get the brisket as you're, as you're pulling your, your, your piece of brisket out. If the individual pieces of meat are somehow still connected mm -hmm. and you pull it out of there, say I'm pulling a rib out of here and it's still connected to another rib, you can kind of shake it if you want it to fall out. But if they're still connected, that is considered one piece of meat. Ah, so right. here, there's six, there's six bones in, in the box. If I pulled one of those bones out and they're still connected... And that means there's going to be five left, or there's going to be four left. Not enough for the next. And there's not, and that's an automatic disqualification. Right, clean so cuts. They okay. would, they would come out to your uh, tent and tell you you're disqualified. You do not get any points for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so as you're doing that, you know, there's two ways to kind of address that. One, make sure you cut them all the way through. But two, usually you can fit. Kind of fan you might be able to fit like an extra rib or two in your box if you can do it. Here, there's six. If you put it, you know. A seventh one, or you can fit an eighth, eighth one in there, then that wouldn't be an issue. But really, the other thing, too, is when you judge, if you do pick up a piece of meat, you have to pull that meat off. So if somebody did pick it up and it is connected, you can't put it back in there and say, oh, I'll find another one that's not connected yeah. to another rib. So right. once you touch it, it's yours. Huh? It's yours. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and get into the taste and the tenderness here. I'm going to grab one from the middle. All right. So we, we've picked it up. Again, we're still eating with our eyes here. So we're going to take a bite. Is there any particular place where the judges kind of go for? I mean... Uh, uh, they go for the most meat, or they just right. kind of. Uh, um, for okay, since the next thing is taste, you would just take a bite, and the taste and the tenderness kind of go together. Mm -hmm. When you take a bite of a piece of rib, what's supposed to be the tenderness part of it is when you take a bite and you pull your teeth back, there should be a visible bite mark. The rest of the rib should not come off with it, and this is one of those things where it's backyard versus KCBS. Okay, uh, in competition. It should not fall off the bone. That is overdone. And like Jeremy said, that's <clears throat> I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have said, you, I mean, you, you hear this all the time, fall off the meat ribs or fall off the bone ribs. That's And some people like that. But for KCBS, for their judging, that's like Jeremy said, you should bite into it and be able to see your bite mark in the rib without the meat falling off. Okay. So let's go into, into taste. So we got the, kind of the texture, tenderness mix there. So uh, from this one, I guess we're kind of getting them backwards. But let's go with uh, – let's continue on with that, that tenderness here just to judge that. I mean, I, I got a couple of clear bite marks on this. Yes. How would you guys go with it? Tenderness? Mm -hmm. Doc, I'm going to give you a nine, brother. Oh, very yeah, nice. I, I, I pulled on – The first two, nine. Two different sides of the same piece of uh, rib bone. Uh, and I, I have a definite bar, uh, definite bite mark. Uh, the mouthfeel was really good. And when I say mouthfeel, uh, I'm talking about how the meat uh, sits in your mouth. And when you chew it, it, it's kind of a subjective thing, but it doesn't taste weird to me. I mean, it, it it's very nice. It, it's a very palatable piece of rib. Okay. I, I would agree. I... I, I... <laughs> I'm not copying off Jeremy, I swear. I would <laughs> give this a nine. I mean, I'm looking right at my bite mark, yeah. and and I and I took a bite from both sides of the rib, too. Um, I would definitely give this a nine, and I'm looking, and, and it's kind of, we've already, <clears throat> when you're judging, we will have already judged on appearance, uh, so it's kind, it, it's kind of hard for the smoke ring on ribs, if you go with the meat side up, you really, it's kind of hard to see the sides and see that smoke mm -hmm. ring. Yeah. But now that I've actually picked the rib up off the plate and looked at it, it does have a really nice smoke ring it on does. it too. Um, so again, appearance, I've already judged on that, but taste, I would definitely give that, or I should say uh, tenderness, definitely give that a nine. Okay. 
All right. Exactly. My, my opinion on this, uh, again, it's very tender. You bit into it. It came off. I think my uh, one of the things that I did is I went down towards the meatier end mm-hmm. and got a little bit more meat. And that came across as just a little bit overcooked, kind of not mushy, mm-hmm. but kind of that really it quickly disintegrated in my mouth. Not right, but and again, that may have been just because it was more towards the uh, the long end of it. And when you take a KCBS class, uh, what you can do, you can just go to KCBS dot us, mm-hmm. sign up for a class. It's a hundred dollars. Uh, then you could take a four-hour class where they teach you things like what you're talking about is mouthfeel. Yeah, if it disintegrates in your mouth, it's overcooked. Yeah. But no, I, I I thought it was it was very good. I'm going to go with an eight. Sorry, Doc. I'm going to step down away from the judges. I, I thought it was really good. But again, that may have just been because I went with a different part first. Yep. And if I would have stayed towards the middle of the rib, it, it may have been different. Well, the thing is, you gave it an eight. Mm-hmm. An eight is a really good score. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. should take that away. Is when you have a a, a submission from say uh, your your favorite barbecue place and they submit something. Mm-hmm. They might get a six. Really? I mean, there's it's, KCBS is very hard. It's not something that the amateur really can just step up to. It's it takes a lot of hard work to get to that little time window for the judges. So, so when we got crushed on our first temp out at the American Royal, we wish we shouldn't feel so bad. <laughs> that, that may have not been the first one. Uh, well, that, well, actually, Jeremy Smith over there, he did great. He got 55th out of uh, whatever in pole board. There are so. about 500 teams out yeah, there. So he, 55th is us. We, we, is. He, he actually elevated our average. The, the rest of us, we were total crap. But uh, yo, thanks to Jeremy. All right, so we're, <laughs> now we're on to taste. Okay, so uh, what are we looking at here? On, on the rib, obviously pork is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it's different pieces of the of, of the pig. Mm-hmm. Talking about here. Yep. So, uh, but on the rib, uh, rib is you know pulled pork is kind of a neutral flavor. But the ribs, I think, yeah. It, uh, for the viewers at home, uh, Charlie has <laughs> actually gotten rid of his. So he had <laughs> a whole left. bone left. He stripped it to the yeah, right, bone yeah. left. So, but uh, I I think right. actually a rib has a little bit of. Pork flavor, but that's it a whole does. whole different discussion right. about the commercialization of pork. But what do we got here? Well, I think I think for ribs, you definitely want it to to, to to be moist. You don't want it to be dry. And as far as the taste, you don't want it, it's kind of like the, like the chicken. You don't want any anything to be overpowering. Um, you know, you, your flavor profile again, it's kind of the same thing with that strike zone. You don't want it to be too hot. You don't want it to be too sweet. Kind of want it to be middle of the road. You don't want if you use a rub. You don't want the rub to be overpowering. Mm-hmm. If you use which which most people use a sauce, and I would definitely encourage anyone to use a sauce. Yeah. You don't want the sauce to be overpowering. So you really want it to be kind of a balanced, you know, um, uh, kind of a, of a flavor. And just for the, I know we mentioned kind of the, the the numbers here earlier, but just for the audience, Zach, if I could real quick, yeah, go for it. Looking at the judging slip, I'll just read off the the, the scoring, um, the points. So nine is excellent. Eight is very good. Seven is above average. Six is average. Five is below average. Four is poor. Three is bad. Two is inedible. One is disqualified. So Jeremy <laughs> mentioned earlier that six, they used to judge where you started at six and go up from there. Six is average. Nine is excellent. If you get below six, you know, you're getting into some kind of bad barbecue with two being inedible. I'm going to, for my personal taste, I'm going to give it a nine. This is right. I think it tastes. You stripped that dude. I did. We <laughs> did. That's why I'm the rib guy on the team. There is nothing I there. I it really. You guys need to talk after this. <laughs> I need to know what you use. I think that the that the rub, whatever rub you used on it, wasn't overpowering. I think the sauce, for my my personal taste, that's exactly what I want to taste. It, it, it was very moist. The sauce was not overpowering, and it was a good middle of the road sweet 
sauce for my palate. So that that was excellent. Now, and I'll say this, and I mentioned this earlier too about where your box comes in terms of the other six or the other five meats right. you're competing at at the table. So he this tastes this tasted damn good to me. If this was the sixth rib at the table, I may have tried five others that I thought. And we're all we're all human. It's it's very subjective. So I may have tried five before this that I thought, well, those were awesome. And when I got to yours, I would have thought, well, that's not as good as the second burnout. Rib. You got burnout on your right. Body. Okay, right. what he's talking about is <clears throat> when you make your cup and you get six you know ribs on your uh, KCBS judging plate. What's supposed to happen is you take a bite of rib one, you take a drink of water, and then you take a bite of cracker. a saltine cracker, right? And then you're supposed to take another drink of water. And then go on to the next one. It's supposed to clean your palate. Now, adding more salt to your taste palate, that can be, you know, that could be right. something that you need to talk about with the KCBS uh, organization. However. Pickles. I think they should use pickles. They, <laughs> but anyway, that, that's <laughs> right. just, that, but that, that is a good Charlie does bring a good point. Is By the time I get to number six, I may have had something mm-hmm. that is so overpowering. By the time I get to yours, I still have leftover ramifications from that other one. And, that, and that's something that, you know, that... That that can't be and the current and the current scoring system that, that that's something that's uh, really yeah. you can't you can't get away from that. However, Doc, I'm going to give you another nine. Look I at you, Doc. Really, really enjoyed this rib. I'm surprised by the taste that you know you turned in your ribs upside down. Other than that, <laughs> dude, you you really brought it. it well, was way, way re- to go for the first time. Way really, to go, noob. Really good. Way to go, noob. I, oh. I, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I gave the appearance a seven. I think you've turned them up, upside down. You could have damn near gotten a perfect score. You could have done really well. Well, look at that. All right, Doc, real quick, we, uh, we're we approaching about a 20-minute time limit here. Give me a brief uh, description of how you prepared it and then, then your rub. And then off air, I'll have you uh, give you some time to talk to Jeremy and Charlie and, and kind of get a, a better critique of it. So how would you do? What would you do to prepare? What would you smoke with? So, yeah, I did use uh, used a rub. Um, use uh, Zarda's rub um, and then Oklahoma Joe's sauce. Nice. Okay, what'd you smoke with? What uh, wood? Pecan. Okay, and nice. uh, time, how long were you on there? And, and did you foil? Uh, did you wrap and then? I did. I did the 321. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And did you do 225? Uh, two, between 225 and 250. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, what do you smoke on? I, uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Smith he, he smokes on a, a Brinkman, I think is. What are you smoking? An offset? Uh, it's a char griller. It's offset. Oh, okay. Offset. Highly modified. Got some great pneumatic tires on it, which makes barbecue <laughs> competition great. <laughs> which you anything to save your back. <laughs> yes. Uh, Doc, what do you smoke on? Mine's the uh, Weber Smoky Mountain. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, thank you guys very much. That was the rib portion of the uh, two or uh, four-part series. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to load up for uh, part three. So this is Sunflower Brew, and this is the ribs episode. So thank you very much.